I have loved technology all my life. I was a computer science major in college that was like dinosaur years ago. And I was too social. And so I didn't complete it. But then later on, I got back into it. And so I, I have a heart for technology, heart for the church, and a heart for the people that are working in the church. So I'm excited about this. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Magnuson, joined today by one of our two other hosts, DK Hammonds. Uh, DK, good to see you, buddy. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. And it is hot, hot, hot in Dallas. Uh, that's an understatement. It is hot, yeah. hot here in Dallas. Yes, I can confirm that. Um, and... Today, we have a special guest on the podcast. This is turning into an annual thing that we get to do with PushPay, where we give you the results of the study that they run every year, which is the State of the Church, and this is the 2023 edition. And today, we are joined by Kelly Kelly. You heard that right. Kelly Kelly. Bonus points if you can guess how the first name spelled and the last name spelled, uh, who is the group product manager for both Resi and PushPay. Now, both of those companies should mean something to our listeners. And if they don't, they will after this call and you will probably become a client. Just saying. Uh, both of those companies, PushPay and Resi, incredible work for the kingdom. And Kelly, we are honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here and I can't wait for us to talk about the the state of the church tech report and what the trends are and and how we can help um, the church and grow the kingdom and and help our people that are you know working in the technology aspect of the church. That's right, so valuable. And the report shows, newsflash, it is still valuable, still valuable. Yeah. Uh, this conversation that we have once a week with you, every single week, social media church audience uh, is still valuable. Glad that you're here to tune into this, but Kelly. Uh, before we jump into that report, would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Okay. Yes. So I'm, as Aaron said, I am group product manager at Pushpan Resi. I started my product career 12 years ago. Um, I was uh, went to work for a Bible software company, and I was the first employee because uh, LifeWay Christian Resources purchased them. And I stayed in product my whole career with LifeWay and became a director of digital solutions there, which was over our consumer-facing products. So I was able to to uh, help lead our reading technology and um, help uh, get into Liberty University. I worked in the academic area. And then I transitioned over to Resi, which has been amazing. That was about two and a half years ago. And have been so excited to be on the ground floor of uh, the live streaming. And I came in right after COVID. And so I was able to come in and uh, really get in in a great time to help move the the product forward. And uh, the, the great thing that uh, Resi does is that we're here to ensure that uh, our churches are up online and running and they don't lose anything and you're, you're not cut off at pivotal moments. And, uh, I really 
loved the founders and the heart and uh, who they were solving the problem for. So I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to talk about tech. I have loved technology all my life. I was a computer science major in college that was like dinosaur years ago. And, um, but I, I was too social. <laughs> and so I didn't complete it, but then later on I got back into it. And so I, I have a heart for technology, heart for the church and a heart for the people that are working in the church. So I'm excited about this. So again, we, we have Kelly and myself, Aaron here at the social media church podcast. We're so glad to have her. Uh, with all of the experiences that you have in the various tech places, and now we have this phenomenal report to kind of walk us into what the next, what I would like to call or dub the renaissance period for the church as it relates to technology. Kind of walk us through this report, uh, or at least what is high level for you, what's important for you that we need to discuss today. We can take three things and go from there. Well, so... Really, what was revealed in this report is that hybrid is still flying high. It's it's still here to stay, Absolutely. right? So, um, so we're we're encouraging people to come in person, but we're also understand that we've built this online community, and um, and that's here to stay. So that that was you know revealing. Um, number two. Uh, there is a tech reckoning, you know, coming that technology is, is upfront. It's changing. It's changing fast. Um, as a church, we really have to stay on top of it. You're talking, um, there's AI, we've got metaverse there, you know, all of our digital, uh, tools that are coming out there and it's changing rapidly. And then number three, uh, we learned, you know, kind of what's holding churches back, um, and it really hasn't changed from year over year, but uh, we do feel like churches need to adopt faster than they have, you know, in the past. So, yeah, I, I love when I read the report, and I and I was so giddy when I see hybrid is still flying high because there are, I, I have talked to various leaders from different disciplines, and all of them. Um, love to say, well, where are we at on this? This report tells us exactly that we are at a place where hybrid matters so much. And so let's define hybrid. For those who may not know what this is, let's take some time to kind of define hybrid. How did you guys define that in your report? So hybrid is, uh, is a combination of in attendance and online and so during COVID, as you know, we went to uh, online audience only for there for a while, and then we gradually got people back into the church. And so now what's really been revealed is that church is just not on Sunday. It is seven days of the week. And so that's part of your hybrid model is we're, we're talking to you via apps. We're talking to you live streaming Monday through Saturday not just Sunday morning. And so that's hybrid. And then we've got people, you know, walking in, they're coming in on Sunday mornings or they're coming into their, they're meeting in their small group in their homes, you know, and they in person. So that's what hybrid looks like. It's not just one or the other. 
it is a combination of both and meeting your congregate congregate your congregation you know where they are today mm-hmm. yeah paul paul writes in scripture where he says i become all things to win and so now our our how we look at church we probably need to curtail it a little bit because as you stated in this report hybrid is here to stay which means now we have two different approaches that we need to galvanize people one approach is going to be the in-person day-to-day sunday high five let's have hook time type of church yep and then there's going to be that church that happens as soon as the hits cut and starts there so what you're saying is we need to expand our thought process uh, how we look at Sunday to Saturday types of worship experience for both hybrid type of people that, that worship with us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Kelly, one of the things I'm curious about uh, from from the report, and I think uh, it's something that we're going to touch on, and it relates to this idea of 24-7 church, not just mm-hmm. one hour on a Sunday. Um and both DK and I, and, and we'll probably spend a little bit of time talking about this uh, on the podcast at some point. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll be right now. I don't know. Uh, but both DK and I are huge fans of Resi and PushPay. Um, I have personally used Resi at both of the churches that I've worked at um, as an online pastor. And and uh, Resi has been an incredible uh, tool and software for streaming. But one of the things that was interesting about the report uh, and I want to I want to look down and make sure I get the get the number correct. So it says that 89% of churches, similar to the 89% that are hybrid, are still streaming their services, but only 47% of that 89 is interested in continuing to stream to social media. So I, I guess let's let's unpack that a little bit. That was that was really interesting. Uh, DK, our podcast might be dying. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case, but I am curious, um, social media, how is that defined and why do you think there's such a low percentage on people that are looking to continue to stream to social media? So, um, so on that, um, so I've heard several things, but on that 47% that are not going to, uh, stream to social media, we've heard. Uh, we've had a strategy change or there's some people that mindset they've gone back to, well, you, you've got to come in, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to strain to you anymore, but uh, you've built that community, right? You've got that community out there that expects it. And so we still make it really easy for you to uh, stream to Facebook, to YouTube. And we've even uh, gone so far to do custom destinations. So uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, a, a custom site. We're, we're allowing the customer to expand that. So to, to say that you're not going to uh, uh, stream to social media, where uh, 95% of your teens have a phone in their hand. That's one statistic that comes from Barna. And then uh, your all your uh, Gen Zs, millennials, uh, we're digital, digital only, right? And so um, you you've got to again go back to that. We're going to meet our congregation where they are, that twenty four seven church, and and reach them. And so we can't discount social media. Now there's there's no discounting it. 
um, even down to giving how impactful um, the phone is and how we're moving church from being this broad scope to kind of going like bite size to get right in between the phone, the computer and the iPod experience. So I fully agree with that. So let me take some time to give Resi this plug. If you, my friend, this is not an ad. I'm just giving you this for free. If you have not thought about using Resi as a person, as a church that has used Resi, the experience of custom RTMPs, which allows you to stream your information wherever you would like, the ability to have um, what I would like to call uh, success, success in terms of scaling it into everywhere at the same time, looking the same exact way, uniformity, if you will, Resi is the tool that you want to tap into. And I want to say that as a customer of Resi, uh, that my experience has been phenomenal working alongside Resi. So thank you, Kelly, and your team for that. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, it's uh, It's been, like I said, it's been a really we're proud of the work and being able to supply that, you know, for our churches. So. Absolutely. And, and to double tap on what DK said, Kelly did not come on here and tell us we're going to get a commission for every sale that comes in through this podcast. <laughs> uh, there's no promo link. There's nothing special about this. DK and I are huge fans from personally working with the software that is yes. Resi. Uh, and you do need to check that out. I don't, I mean, honestly, in my head right now, I'm like, what else is there? Uh, I don't know that there's another option that is anywhere near Resi. And so you're, oh, Kelly, you got one? You want to promote a different uh, different company? Or? Oh, I, I don't have, um, I don't have any, anything to offer other than Resi. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think so. And we're not going to promote another one on here either. This is the, this is the only one, the only one for us. Um, so I, I would, I'd be curious as we continue to unpack the social media thing, do you have, and, and now we're kind of going outside the report to, to speculative, uh, there might be some social media they don't want to go to anymore, but, but they're still using Resi. So is this, is this, uh, uh I would imagine they're still going to be using Resi, um, or something of like, are they, are they going to their website? Are they trying to go to like an owned real estate that they have and not go out to social media? So maybe it's not 47% no longer want to put it out there. Uh, they just don't want to put it out there on social media. They want to put it out there on their website. Could that be part of this, Kelly? Oh, yes, 100%. So uh, we do have offer what they call an embed, and that goes on your site. Uh, some of the reasons that they might not want to go to social is uh, Facebook, for instance. Uh, there's licensing, right? So if you're, um, yep. if you're streaming to Facebook and you've got some of the, uh, worship music licensing and that sort of thing, they can shut you down. But if you go through Resi, that doesn't happen. Um, and so, and then because you're streaming through Resi, we're we're taking you that first mile and taking you to Facebook. So that doesn't happen. Uh, the other thing is YouTube has ads, right? And you can't control the ads that pop up. Uh, but through Resi uh, and embed on your website, you can control that. And so that, that might be some of the reasons. And then like DK was saying, RTMP, the custom destinations that cuts that out, you know, as well. And so, um, there, I can understand people's trepidation, but 
there's no reason, no reason whatsoever not not to be streaming to to social media and again hitting people where they are. I mean, the stats are too that you get uh, a much higher, seventy four percent higher giving in church happens online and also happens Monday through yeah. Saturday. I mean, those are those are amazing statistics. And um, I know it's, you know, it's not all about money, but we can't keep the lights on and the, the doors open and we can't do our work of, you know, spreading the word and building the kingdom if we don't get the, that giving and those donations in. And so, um, and, and that's capable through online. Even through Resi, we have a call to action donation button within the online streaming. Yes. And so, I mean, yeah, no brainer. Zero brainer. I know it's zero brainer for us, um, which kind of leads Resi into, as I mentioned before, how we're how you guys are packaging it and how people are using the mobile app through Resi. So walk us through what the report speaks about as it relates to mobile giving as well as the application. You kind of alluded to that. Uh, and, and so I'll use our church as, as an example at Embassy. Um, a lot of our giving, I would say anywhere from 80, I say 70 to 90% is done through giving. Our giving model is actually push pay and push pay and resi kind of like these, these two wonder twins that work together. Uh, and so that leads me to the other question about the all inclusive types of package deals that work with churches. So let's kind of deal with the mobile giving and how impactful that is in the church. Oh, yeah. So the mobile giving um, and uh, churches are using our, the Push Bay mobile app and using the mobile giving and 84% are giving through the mobile app. 84% giving through the mobile app. Yes. And uh, Resi, uh, you can take the Resi uh, embed uh, and it's in the mobile app studio and add it to your studio or add it to your mobile app. So you can have your live streaming, you can have your giving application and, uh, you know, all within your app, the calendar, it, you can put content, you know, within your app. And uh, like I, like we were talking earlier, 95% uh, of teens have that app, have a mobile and, um, you know, upwards of 90% of just the world has a mobile phone. There are people around the world that have a, a mobile phone before they have a car or, you know, other staples. Right. So. so there's another stat out there. Yeah. there that's, so, that's so important. Cell phones. Because. I mean, our Boy, toothbrushes. More cell phones in the world than toothbrushes. Uh, so to, to, to further your point, Kelly, yes, we should be reaching people in their pockets uh, and giving them those opportunities, uh, which is really cool. DK, go ahead. Yeah, man, I, it's it's super cool. And I think one of those additional things that you can have, and I know there's other people that say, you know, we're going away from the mobile app. But think about this as a church body, um, as a faith entity, right? You want to be able to control the places that your content stays. Mm -hmm. If you put it on Facebook, potentially, yeah, it could come down. But if you have an app, if you have a website, if you have other places that you control, then you can control what is being said and the message that's being placed in the houses of people. 
So I think that's so important uh, because we can get a lot of value out of the mobile giving and mobile application that many of us don't even tap into because we think that it's antiquated. And I would like to say, just like your website is a place of archive, so is the mobile app. So people can always tap into that at a moment's notice, right? So, yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, and the app um, comes with the stack, you know, with the um, mm -hmm. church stack uh, that, and with your donor management, the app is part of it. So it's not like you're having to, to pay extra for it. You just need, you need to use it, you know, engage with it and really get it out there because then it's going to, build your community, uh, your community would have a sense of belonging because you're able to communicate through that application. And I, you know, I, I agree with you, DK, that it's, uh, it's a, essential. One of those questions, Kelly, that always gets asked, that was the bane of my existence as an online pastor, probably the bane of DK's existence currently. How are churches in 2023 measuring engagement? How are they defining it? What are those What are those metrics that they're looking at? What are you hearing? How are they leveraging Resi to measure those things? And what are they reporting on? Uh, those It was so difficult in you know pre-COVID and then during COVID. I, I heard, DK, you heard it too. Everything, right? Like people using multipliers, right? Like we yes. all turned into traditional TV and radio networks yep. where it's like we were in this many households and there was probably two or three people watching and we're going to do the multipliers X, Y, Z, right? And we're going to try to recreate this. Um, I, I'll just use this term, right? Uh, if you are offended, you can hit pause or fast forward 10 seconds. The butts and seats measurement. We wanted this apples to apples comparison of how many people came to church this weekend only looking at it through the lens of attendance or, like I said, butts and seats. So, Kelly, I'm curious from this report and what you're hearing, just being boots on the ground, uh, how are churches in 2023 measuring that engagement? That's a great question. So through engagement uh, from a digital aspect and online, uh, Resi, we're, we're measuring viewers. We're measuring um, total watch time. Uh we can, we even just recently released minute by minute analytics. So we can actually kind of fine tune the watching from minute to minute. Um, so you can know, you know, where your content's being relevant. We give you a, a heat map. So, you know, where, you know, geographically, uh, they're, they're watching. And then, like I said, we also have that CTA button. So you can, um, see, whether you're being impactful from your your giving and your donations and and that engagement, so so from an online, it doesn't have to be just butts and seats. It's are they engaging? Are they watching? Are they attending that Monday through Saturday, like we talked about? Are they are they coming in online or even into the church? You know, for a small group or, or hosting, you know, in, in their homes, um, and and then as do I see uh, a sense of belonging amongst, amongst my my community and and those sorts of things and the conversations going on? So the the measurements from the Resi perspective, we've got I feel like we've got a pretty good uh, way for people to measure, and it's all it's right there on the site, or you can download it and then um, and show it to your your board or your you know your executive pastor or whoever you need to that you're 
being held accountable for. I think that's so important when you're dealing with um, viewership and what type of impact and engagement that you have uh, when it comes to the online ministry, which kind of leads into the next question in terms of, we've talked about online ministry, we've talked about apps, we've talked about how this impacts giving, we've talked about using Resi, the tool set, and all of this is in the report. So please, when the report comes out, I need for you guys to download the report send it to your EPs, send it to whoever's over product and development at your church and have a conversation about these trends because these trends impact us in real time. But I think one of the other things that it also impacts is the toolkit that many of us tap into that we really need to talk about, right? And so the, the specifics that I know, I know the things that, let me tell you something, I know the things that Razzie's offers I'm not going to put it out there. This is not an ad. But I, I love how you guys frame that in terms of what is in your digital toolkit to impact those who are both in church and outside of church. So walk us through your approach in the reporting as far as the digital toolkit. Okay. Yeah. And so um, we have a, an assessment that is just a couple of questions uh, that you can take online. And we go through, once you've submitted that, then we measure you of kind of your maturity with your digital toolkit. And then we come back and say, hey, you're a beginner here or you're a leader here. And then here's what, you know, we recommend to build that digital toolkit. And we're not necessarily like plugging ourselves, you know, but we're letting you know where where you need to fill the gaps uh, with your digital toolkit. You know, is it in data insights? Is it in um, live streaming? Is it uh, you need a better uh, giving tool that it's just not about giving, but it's about promoting stewardship, right? And really being that leader, you know, in your church. And so that that's what we've got for you. And uh, and then we can we can come alongside you and walk with you and, and help you fill those if we need to. So, Yeah. DK, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about the quiz. Have you taken the, have you taken the toolkit quiz? I'm sure I have sometime or another. Yes. I, I want to, I want to <laughs> know from DK where, where, where are you a beginner and where are you a leader? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So cool. So I can talk about that. I think social media, if I'm using Embassy City Church or other churches yeah. that I consult, I think social media, we are probably at the at the middle of a trend, at least how I look at it. And that may be modest, but it's just how I look at it. Right? I think from a giving standpoint, we're probably at the, again, right there with the trend. We're right there. We already made a decision in terms of where we wanted to be at the church, how we wanted to use it. People had asked me, I think this may be a little too, you know, pricey. And my thing was, but is it efficient? That's is right. it efficient for us? Does it work for us? Is it available? Every single Sunday you come in, the answer is yes. So we're good there. I think um, mobile giving, like I said, we're good. I think in terms of the app, we need work. And I did some modifications personally to make sure we did that work. But people are starting to engage with that app. I do think live stream, we're probably at the cutting edge of live stream. Um, so for us, this report tells me we're at the 
we're at the cusp of what is leading edge. Now, here is the difference between me and somebody else. Some of us don't have the ability to have a DK sitting in their offices like every single day. We get that. We understand that. We honor that. So then what can you do to then fill that gap to ensure that you stay ahead of that curve? That is what's important. So that's how we need that, brother. Yeah. And, and you brought up something that was really interesting, DK, and something that, uh, Kelly, if you're comfortable speaking to, I'd love to have you speak to. One of the things the report talked about was this idea of price and money and cost being the biggest blocker towards innovation yeah. within the church. Uh, and the reason that about. I wanted to bring this up is because, DK, what you said, no, that costs too much, but but leader, was it the right option? Is it going to be something that actually allows and empowers and, um, yeah, grows your congregation into, does it disciple them? Do, is it going to help disciple them? If you don't have a giving solution or if your giving solution is trash, you're not giving you're not giving your congregants an opportunity to execute on what you're preaching at them every single Sunday. So, Kelly, I'm curious from you. That was an interesting part of the study for me, just seeing that. Uh, how do you talk to leaders or what would you say to a leader that's feeling blocked by money to do the right thing or to, to adopt the right technology? So... So yes, that was like the number one, right? That was preventing, that was a roadblock, was cost. But uh, the saying, you pay for what you get, is so true with Pushpay uh, and, and others too. But, but you know, with Pushpay and our, our donor management, uh, to your point, DK and Aaron, you brought it up as well. Pausing again here. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen this. What do you say? We, we, well, I mean, I've just not seen, I've just not seen this much interference on Riverside before. Are you experiencing any of that? Or are you just seeing us do it? We, I, I'm good. Yeah, I've been good. I think, uh, I, and I've seen DK yeah. fine. It's been Aaron. That... Yeah. All right. So to your question, go for it, Kelly. You got it. All right. Okay. So, uh, as as far as costs, you know, you you pay for what you get, and when you get push pay, we it's run, not. We run a high high quality operation here at Social Media Church. Now now you now you going in and out, bro, because she talking, and then you like it. So, you okay, DK? You're the leader. Kelly, go. DK, go lead leader in. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know. For instance, with push pay with our donor management, you may feel like that cost is prohibitive, but it is not because the tools that come with it, you get the app. I mean, I, you can have a donor give to you within a minute or two. That's it. And we've proven that your donations go up. We also come alongside you and actually give you a strategy. We walk with you to strategize on how you can get recurring uh donations going, uh, create campaigns, uh, and, and really be the, you know, lead the stewardship. And it's not just about like giving money, but it's time, talents, and treasures, and it's a holistic view. And so 
And PushPay, uh, you know, we really um, pride ourselves in security. So, and I know that that came out of the report. That was 94% yes. of yes. the report. Uh, they uh, were concerned about security. And and that's becoming a problem, right? It's a scam, the, the cyber uh, attacks and that sort of thing. And we pride ourselves on the security. We can guarantee you know, that you're not going to get hit. And um, we have a rigorous security process at PushPay. So I, I know uh, the initial cost may may be a stinger in the beginning, but really overall, you're getting a top-of-the-line product that's going to get you uh, the results that you're looking for and get you ahead, Agreed. you know, ahead of the other, other uh, competitors out there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree fully uh, with what you're saying in terms of, you know, you get what you pay for. And I'm not knocking any other payment solutions that are out there. Listen, if you can't afford a digital payment solution, do some do some digging and some discovery work to see what best fits you. There are other platforms that may be in your wheelhouse in terms of giving. And we're not knocking none of those things. Givelify, there's other platforms that can do it, right? And if you feel like that's what's in your wheelhouse to do, cool. I just know that I've come from different environments and this has been the, the solid of the solids in terms of tools that I have used in various environments. And so I would recommend just at least hear out what that is. Again, if she talked about, Kelly, you say it instantly and I want to address that. You say, hey, let's talk about the security. Most of you don't have a clue about how digital payments are running in your building and how that's going through your access points. And it could easily be interfered or somebody could easily jump in within your church and take the payment and move it somewhere else. That is a possibility. So you can't right. play games with your payment processor. Please, sir, ma'am, do not play games with your payment processor. Because your executive pass will be down your throat. Your financial person will be down your throat if that payment processor is not where it needs to be. Which leads us to some of the things that um, are strategic importance of the future. And did you read that part of the report, bro? I see your pause. Okay, so that's leading us to that. But anyway, a couple of things that came out in this report that was really intriguing to me. The first thing is what is important to us? It was ministry and volunteer scheduler. That is important to us according to this report. So walk us through those things that are important to us or things that we need to work on as it relates to um, going to the future and the features that we need to sort of better assist us in terms of reaching the masses. Right. So, um, so really, you know, making sure that you've got the tool that you need to um, equip your volunteers to be able to train them, um, to schedule them, for them to be able to to schedule themselves, you know, so that it's not like a high touch uh, yeah. from from the church. Uh, admin or the church, um, 
you know, volunteer leader. Uh, it's something that a volunteer, you can schedule a volunteer can say, I'm available these days and I'm not available these days. They can pick up uh, volunteer schedules. That's super important. Also, to be able to have it on the app, the lead app, yeah. to be able to take a look at that and look at your schedule uh, from a mobile perspective, super important. And as you know, and as we move forward and as your church grows, these tools are going to grow with you. Uh, and, and you're going to need those because you're not going to want to have, uh, uh, I don't think anyway, you're not going to want to have this high touch where you're, you're constantly having to do some type of manual planning or manual, you know, spreadsheet or, you know, something like that. And yeah. to see, you know, with the, the stack, you're able to accomplish all that, you know, scheduling your events, creating your groups, you have this robust people database that works with your uh, donor management, that works with your live streaming, that works with your applications, for it to all come into one, you know, so. Mm -hmm. a, a nice cohesive backend approach that needs to be addressed. Aaron, how do you feel about having some of these backend things that need our immediate attention as far as the church is concerned? Yeah, I, I think as it pertains uh, to the backend tools like scheduling, uh, getting your team empowered, it just it goes back to our conversation as it pertains to um, actually equipping your people and giving them the opportunities that they need to participate and live out the discipleship piece, uh, which is not just giving. It's not just that solution, but it's also the solution of empowering them to be a part of what God is doing in the church. And so, yeah, Kelly, everything that you said uh, definitely tracks with DK and I, and um, we we would sign off on. But if you haven't thought about these things, and if you haven't thought about your systems, this is a great opportunity uh, to reevaluate that situation uh, for you, your position in your church, especially as it pertains to volunteering digitally. Yeah, volunteering digitally, man, is so critical. Uh, and again, if if the resi push stack is not your stack, maybe there's another stack that gets your attention that you want to tap into, uh, please, ma'am, sir, hire somebody, find somebody that understands tech that's able to speak to the life of your church. I can't stress this enough. Everything that works at Aaron's church, at Kelly's church, at DK's church may not work at your church. So find the tool that works for you and use that tool. And Kelly, I love that you said because this was what a lot of people think about tech. They think if you add technology, you remove the human touch. One of the things that I have as a person, as a, a scrum master and a product developer and a project manager in the church setting specifically, is that anything we build needs to have five levels of touches to them. This allow us to make sure that the human experience is still a part of the relationship building in the church. So talk to me about how we can do more of the personal touching, uh, if you will. I don't want to get any weird ideas. That's <laughs> <laughs> relation to the tech <laughs> um, and technology and this report. Just walk us through that, to how that's important. So what happens is if you've got the, the tools and you've got that backend, you know, infrastructure, then to your point, you're able to spend your time, not necessarily uh, 
building up that that infrastructure, but you're out, your boots on the ground. You're 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 meeting people in the lobby. You're you're doing that live streaming and and um, you're you're meeting people. Uh, you you're able to do home visits. You're able to to build that relation. You're able to train uh, people to be disciples uh, instead of having to uh, build a schedule or create events or, you know, whatever it might be. And if you've got that tool set, then you let the technology do that back end while you're out really, you know, like Aaron said, you're out building your community, uh, you're building the kingdom, you're spreading that gospel. And I think the number one, like most important thing is that you're, making sure that your congregation feels that sense of belonging, yes. that they know I count in Aaron's church. I count in DK's church, you know, this. I count in Kelly's church because I, I'm not having to, they don't get um, unpersonalized emails because we can do all that. We can personalize all that with, with the tools. We can make sure that it is specific to the person. Um, we've got, you know, workflows that can uh, also personalize our our communication and and our relationships while then you're you're out actually doing the boots on the ground uh working as well absolutely i i love that i think that's so important and we're going to close with the end quote on this report if you haven't please go to resi go to push pay to find this digital report uh, because this report is going to really speak to what we're trying to build as a big G church um, and really push it forward. It says if the pandemic was responsible for accelerating mass adoption of the church technology, then the next few years is used for refinement. And so Kelly, walk me through that thought process. And then after that, I'll pitch it back to Aaron and we'll wrap it up. So during the the pandemic, you know, it was quick, get it together. You know, it's like, uh, throw it up there. What we call uh, in technology terms, hack it, you know, hack it, get it together. And so now is the opportunity to, to make it great, to make it perfect, to make it, you know, to take what we hacked, and improve upon it and and what we call that technical debt, you know, get rid of that technical debt and have some really good technical foundation that you're able, you know, to so that's what I think about refinement is now, okay, we we did what we had to to get us through, but now let's make it better. Now let's really reach those masses. Let's really uh, engage our congregation. Let's grow our community. And we can do that through technology. It can it can help us. It can walk along beside us to do that. Absolutely. So such a great way to respond. Aaron, how do you feel about that quote, brother? Well, uh transparently, uh, we're having some technical issues on the pod. So I missed I missed that last quote. Um, but DK, I'll let you respond. And then I would love to hear from Kelly where we can connect with her, how we can download this report when it comes out, when it's supposed to launch when it's supposed to drop so that we can get this into the hands of the people. Yeah. So I, I definitely echo what Kelly is saying. And I would say that church is in what I would like to call a digital renaissance. 
we are going back to and we are refining or backlog refinement if you're using Scrum technology terms. We are doing this to have a better product for our people to use. It's nothing like going to a church and they have technological pieces that are laborious to use. We want to remove those uh, blocks to really impact the kingdom of God technologically. What this report has taught me and what it has shown me is that there's this marriage that is happening between the testimony of the kingdom and technology of, the, of what's currently. And we have to walk together. How can two things walk together unless they agree? We have to make these yep. things agree to really impact the body of Christ. So Kelly, please share with us, how can our people connect with so you can, uh, number one, if you want to download this report, go to pushpay.com. It is on our site. Um, and you just have to give us your name and email. That's it. And you get the report. Yep. Um, and then if you want to contact me, you can contact me via email, kelly, K-E-L-L-I dot kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at resi.io. And, um, and I'm more than happy to answer any questions, technical questions. If there's anything that I can't, I can always, you know, find the answers or get you to the right person. And so I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. I just, I have one, one thing I want to say that you were talking about DK and okay. that is this report and the technology empowers our team. It makes us well, more we powerful. Link to all of that in the show notes. Well, go ahead, Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say that the technology and the, the report and what you were saying about, you know, in, uh, embracing it, it empowers, it empowers us to be better uh, and empowers our people in the church. So anyway, this- we, we, we definitely need the empowerment. We definitely need the encouragement. And Aaron, we would love to hear your beautiful voice now. Oh, okay. Uh, Social media church. Uh, this is actually great because Resi uh, would not have this problem. Just going to be just going to be clear. Uh, I am lagging hard on my end, and this is going to be my final plug. That <laughs> if you don't have Resi by now, you you do need Resi. Um, but Kelly, it has been an honor talking to you. Thank you so much for giving us the time that you gave us to unpack this report. I know all of our people are really excited to connect with you, get this report for themselves, get this in their hands, um, and we are honored that you all listening in would tune in and listen to a conversation like this. Uh, we promise here at the Social Media Church Podcast to always bring on the most top shelf guests, even if our technology solutions are not the most top shelf uh, and your host is not the most top shelf. Uh, but Kelly, it has been an honor. Thank you so much for coming, giving us your time, giving us your knowledge. Thank you for all the work that you do and how you help advance the kingdom each and every day. Uh, guys, we're all in this together. And there are other people that are not on this journey and you can help them get on this journey by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review with how this podcast has impacted you. Those are reviews that we read that impact us and inspire us to continue bringing on amazing guests like Kelly so that we are able to equip the church to do the Lord's work and to see the Great Commission fulfilled. Uh, that is the end of this episode and we will talk to you again on the next episode. I'm Aaron, joined by DK. Our guest today was Kelly. This is the Social Media Church Podcast.